Thanks for tuning in to our Clubhouse podcast, where we have candid and open conversations about mental health and anything related to it. Our Clubhouse is located in Richmond, British Columbia, where we support adults recovering from and living with mental illness. You'll be hearing from both members and staff, where our thoughts and our opinions are our own. Today, you'll be hearing from Caitlin, Stuart, Janine, and I. So, topic today is how social media affects mental health, which has been, I think, more of a prevalent issue in the past 15, 10 years kind of thing. So um, how about this? Let's start with how would you define self-esteem? Um, <laughs> self-esteem. I think it's more like how you perceive yourself mm-hmm. and how you feel about yourself. And then, um, and then that also can how people perceive you mm-hmm. can also affect how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. I think, that, I think that sounds about right to me. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Any thoughts, Stuart? Um, I, I feel like self-esteem is like your emotional level of how you cope. Okay. I, I really am not too sure. I haven't looked too much into the word. That's fair. I mean, that could definitely be, I think the emotional aspect is a big part of it too, right? Because like, depending on how you view yourself, you're going to feel, could be positive, could be negative. You never know, right? Depending on different aspects too. Self-esteem is not only, because I was going to ask about body image, but body image is only just a part of self-esteem, right? Yeah. It could yep. also be just even intelligence or anything like that. How do you think social media has changed throughout your lifetime it has changed a lot mm-hmm. i think i use it a lot more now than i did when i first started i think i first started social media or using it in grade nine or ten mm-hmm. um i was like 14 15 years old and i think i only started using twitter first but i even then even now i didn't really use it that much i mainly looked at stuff Mm-hmm. But it has it didn't affect my social like my self esteem a lot until after high school until I used it a lot more and then I started affecting my mental health and my um, self esteem. But I always try to take a step back from it. Um, I always have. I always take a step back. It's like look at it like more open in a more open way of looking at it. Like hmm, how do I describe it? Like. If I see someone posting how great their life is, I realize that's only one snapshot of their life. Their life is probably just has, a, they have the same issues and same problems like I do. Mm-hmm. They're, just, they're showing one aspect of, of their life. So it looks perfect in every single way. They have a house, maybe they have a dog, uh, maybe they have a kid and then, oh, that life is sweet. I, they look so perfect. I don't know how they have it all sorted out but really no they don't they probably have a lot of issues they're just not showing all that the full story yeah but but I do notice now people are starting to in some cases I have seen some people on social media showing more about more of their life Mm -hmm. in every side so I like that but there are some people who just show the good side so I try to take a step back if I know they have issues they have problems they're human do you yeah. think it's uh do you think it used to be like that just showing 
just like only perfect aspect of their lives at the beginning of using social media, like maybe 10 years ago? Yes. You think a it was lot more. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people, I guess they were worried if they showed everything, they would get judged. Mm-hmm. And because people usually went on the social media to get happy. But I think it's good to see all sides of everybody's lives and everything. But it can also get really overwhelming when you see just everything yeah. on social media because people show everything and it is overwhelming. But 10 years ago, definitely just the good side. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. the good side of Thanks. everything. How about you, Stuart? Have you seen any, any changes, do you think? Um, first off, I really liked uh, Caitlin's experience and what she just talked about. It was really interesting to me, and thank you for sharing that. <laughs> but um, I um, sorry, what's the question again? How has it changed? Yeah, how have you seen social media change throughout your lifetime? I kind of started Facebook and that when it first came out, and when I first uh, started watching Alex Jones and some other people in news places, I would like post a lot. And I feel like it's become a cesspool of good stuff and bad stuff. I feel like it depends how you use it. It could be a positive thing where you could connect and get with your friends and family. And I think it could be also bad for your mental health. So I kind of feel it's changed in a positive and a negative way, depending how you use it and what your state of health is and things like that. Yeah, totally. So like depends on the side of social media that you're on. Yeah. To be whether it's positive or negative. Yeah, I've seen it used in good ways. Like I've had times when I was going through my episode where maybe having that extra way to reach people and talking wasn't so positive. And then I've had moments where if it wasn't for Facebook, I wouldn't be able to talk to my friend who moved to Sorrento. So in a more technical level, I feel that it's grown like exponentially and that this is just the beginning and who knows in like a hundred years from now where technology will lead us. Totally. Yeah. That's a very good point. You never know what's going to happen with technology. It's like you said, it's exponentially growing and changing all the time. Um, That actually is a good point though. I did like what you said about uh, that. It depends on what aspects of social media, which I think is what you were saying too, Caitlin, Mm -hmm. how it really depends on the people that you're seeing kind of thing, because some people are more just about like, I'm thinking of like, uh, like influencers specifically. Yes. Where typically they're, they want to show you all the good aspects, you know, all the good products, uh, different aspects of their lives that are like amazing, which I mean, it's great. Sure. Yeah. But is it really like, I know for a lot of people, like it can definitely affect them and be like, wow, I wish I had that. Why don't I have that? And then it's more self-deprecating. One other thing I've noticed that has changed quite a lot and has gotten quite drastic and serious is censorship by YouTube and Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that could be great. Like there's always positives and negatives to everything, but I feel like at the end of the day, like it's great to stop like strange people from harming other people. But at the same time, it's kind of a shame when you can't have like, you can't talk yourself with like say somebody not trying to harm somebody just talking something you bring up a iffy topic and you can get banned so yeah I really wonder where it's gonna bring us in the next few years yeah yeah it's true 
I know there's been a lot of issues, for example, on TikTok, there's been a lot of specifically women, not necessarily just women, but there's been a lot of people, let's say, that have been trying to talk about issues with misogyny or sexism. And for some quote unquote, strange reason, TikTok keeps taking them down. They don't want them to be talking about that. And that is an aspect of social media that's not a good thing because yeah. it's important to talk about that kind of stuff, right? It's important to make it known and understand everyone's lived experiences. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing that's happened with social media is that you know that you're not alone with a lot of things, you know? Yeah, I find that sometimes censorship, I think it's like an algorithm or like a, a robot or like a bot. It's not always a human censoring stuff. And sometimes things are actually good. For some reason it gets taken down. Yeah. Or because I know there's a YouTube channel I watch and they post videos. They, this guy, he interviews um, kids uh, with learning disabilities, mental health, all different diversities. And for some reason, YouTube decided to take down their comment section so nobody can comment on the videos. And they try to speak to YouTube and their YouTube's reasoning was because they were worried about kids commenting, getting like creepy people attacking them or being rude with them in the comments. That never happened. But the thing is they want to open conversation. They want people to say, this is great. I love this. You're showing people of all like learning disabilities, mental health, just physical disabilities. And although every single video that they keep on posting, you can't comment. You can't say this is awesome. Oh, I can relate to this. Yeah. Oh, I know a friend who has this disability. But no it's of course allowed basically. It's been like this for a year, maybe longer now, maybe two years. And they've been trying so hard to talk to YouTube and get somebody to fix it. But YouTube's like, nope, nope, we can't do that. Because it's a family channel pretty much because I don't do anything weird in the videos. It's very family, just very, yeah. it's a learning channel. Yeah. Which I just find that sometimes like stuff like that or like this videos on TikTok get taken down for no reason. And the reason is, oh, the woman was basically wearing nothing, but she wasn't. She was just showing, she was wearing clothes. Just, she said something and... I don't know. Sometimes it gets too. Sometimes there's too many, or too much censorship. Yeah. To a point where it's like, that's silly. Why is that taken down? That video didn't show anything bad. It's just they said something that TikTok or YouTube did not like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I, I I totally yeah. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Now I do have a different question. I'm going in a different direction here. Mm -hmm. What social media apps do you guys use? Uh, I use Instagram, uh, YouTube, mm -hmm. and Facebook. I'm trying to use TikTok a lot more. Because mm -hmm. I actually, I, there's a lot of good side of TikTok. There's some sides of TikTok, but I just watch only stuff that I'm interested in and make me feel good. But yeah, I always been on YouTube. Yeah. From like grade 11. I just love it because uh, I've seen like so much videos of like short films and so much creativity behind it and I just it makes me feel better or makes me want to like make stuff um but yeah and also hear people here talk about their mental health stories or their life story I'm like oh wow I'm not the only one who's going through the exact same uh -huh. thing no it's lovely uh, it really is 
I'm so, really happy that you And on Instagram, I like because yeah. I just love pictures, but then at the same time, I see pictures of cats and videos and and then people, same thing, talk about their life story. And it's just really relatable. Totally. Mm-hmm. What about you, Stuart? What social media apps do you use? Well, originally I was using MSN. Um, I stopped using Facebook. I don't use that anymore. And I only use the WhatsApp for the Yap group talk and that's about it. I just feel it was getting out of hand. Like it was causing me a lot of stress and I don't feel like using the computer to chat on Facebook while I'm in a bad mood is a positive thing for me. So I'm trying to uh, watch more like podcasts and journalism and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Well, my next question actually was going to be, do you think that some social media platforms affect you in like in more ways than others? I, I think so. In what way? It depends. I find I'm losing interest in Facebook more and more because yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't really get much out of it other than I like to stay connected with friends and figure out, well, pre-COVID to see if there's like place like parties or birthday parties or like events going on and go that was pre-covid but now i kind of want to know like just be up to date yeah here and there but i think the ones i like the most is like instagram youtube and tiktok mm-hmm. because i find there's a lot of creativity behind those there's more positive yeah emotions associated with those yeah and i guess it depends who you follow but i try to follow people who make me feel good or or going through the same stuff i'm going through so yeah. i know that oh, i'm not alone So I just try to focus on the positive or just focus on people who are going through what I'm going through. So surround yourself with like-minded people. Yeah. I, um, I like what Caitlin said. I feel that when I watch a podcast and it's like people that have gone through serious trauma or were in criminal activity and now found the Christianity or Buddhism or any religion and really speak out against violence now, it makes me really realize that I can actually make a change in my life. And even though I might have made a mistake like anybody else has, you could really find people that you could learn from and grow. And as long as you have some good positive influence on YouTube, I don't see anything wrong with it. That's great. So that's actually one of the other questions I had was, do you find that there are any positives in social media? And clearly there are. <laughs> and like, I, like, like Caitlin was saying, for example, earlier about, you know, people being a little bit more realistic with their lives, I think is really helpful. Because then the comparison kind of feels like, I was like, that's one of the big things about social media too, right? Is that it kind of forces you, not necessarily always, but it kind of makes you feel like you need to be comparing yourself to other people, whether it's yeah. in a good way or a bad way. But essentially it's like, I know, for example, one of the things that for me is a negative about social media, especially maybe sometimes TikTok and Instagram is that it makes me, uh, more sensitive in terms of body image so yeah that's like a negative for me so for example those two apps kind of affect me in that way a little bit more but like caitlin was saying there's a lot more people that are being like you know what like like there's this one girl on tiktok who she's like she shows before and after of what her body in different clothes looks like after before and after she's eaten to kind of just normalize hey you know mm-hmm. yeah this is what a normal body can do like this is what can happen you look like this this is very normal and yeah that's kind of a, like a reality check kind of yeah i try to follow a lot of different 
may I do try I do notice now there's more women on social media because when I first watching YouTube I find really a lot of guys mm-hmm. or at least all the guys I followed were the people I was like their content was what I was interested in I couldn't find entertaining or like women that I thought were cool but now I see them on TikTok more on YouTube and Instagram it's like okay good more women are popping up good and the more I can relate to them mm-hmm. and I just I do try to follow only people who show like different sides of like who they are not just like I'm perfect yeah I have money I'm life is great yeah. but I do like when I see them like this is what's going through my life sorry I haven't posted a while but this is I've been going through a lot of stuff I want to be real with you guys I'm like okay good I want you to be real I want to know if you and I, I do like when people sometimes on YouTube to actually take an actual break from social media. They say, I'm going to take a, a year, a month off from just all social media, no posting videos. Like, okay, I'm sorry I'm doing this. And I apologize. I think don't apologize because I've been hearing a lot of people on the internet, or influence, yeah, social media people are needed to take a big break from making content because it's just affecting their mental health yeah. a lot because they're trying to keep a, a schedule and making people happy the audience happy yeah. and it is it takes a toll on them and then which makes sense because I can relate to that because I have mental health yeah. issues uh mental illness and it's like oh good someone who's human and actually opening up that I can't make videos all the time I didn't take a break from all the stuff they're making it's like good and so I, I like when they people open up for influences influences like on social media, like open about that. I love that. I um, I, I feel that it's very important. Like one of the people I listened to and I'm on a binge right now is Loan Rillo. And he's a journalist that deals with the cartels in Mexico and goes in uh, war zones and like uh, videotapes it and writes articles for newspapers. And he was talking about the women journalists in Mexico that risk their life every day to sh- show what's going on in Mexico and get shot at. I feel like it's very important that ladies and women get out there and do these things and show men that, hey, you could do it too. Because I I personally find if you see a, a lady that's a manager and she works really hard, sometimes it is better to have a lady as your manager instead of a man. And I feel like the podcast and social media does have the beneficial effect of kind of showing the world that like hey it's not just men that can do it women can too yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it's kind of showcasing a little bit more everyone's skills and how you know like women are, like it's kind of showing that equality that there should be yeah that's yeah that that's great that's a positive then <laughs> mm-hmm. all right well um since yeah. you don't use this too much Stuart, but um for Instagram. So a little while ago, there was this whole kerfuffle, let's call it, uh, where before, you know how like people will like the pictures, right? You used to be able to see how many people had liked your pictures. Now they took it off. So now only like no one else can see For example, like I will go on Caitlin's profile. I can't see how many people have liked her picture. Before it used to be that you could. So how do you think that's like affected people's either like, you know, their, their view, their self-worth, their, their popularity contest? What do you think? 
Do you think it's a good thing that they did that? I think that would be, I think that's a better, way better than like bad because seeing a number on someone else's picture, it might think, feel like you have to like it. He's like, oh, the number's a hundred. It could be a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to like this and make them more popular. What about like for yourself? Yeah. Then like for, I, I know like a big thing for a lot of people was they would get sort of, you know, embarrassed that other people could see that they weren't getting that many likes because everyone could see how many likes they had. Uh, I doesn't, I don't really look at the number, but I can, yeah. some people do take the number of likes and follows really personally. Yeah. And like, oh, I lost 10 followers today. I must have not posted something good. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. I just mainly do it because I like showing what I like. And if you don't yeah. like it, that's fine. I'd rather lose 10 followers that don't like my stuff. Than, yeah. yeah. And also I have yeah. seen people try to buy followers, yeah. which is silly. Cause I, I, I always see those ads on Instagram. Like I don't want to buy followers. So that's not, they're not real people or they might be real people, but mostly they're bots and I want people to follow me because they like my stuff. Yeah, people that you know, yeah. know actually care about you and the things you post and actually yeah. care about seeing it kind of thing. Yeah, don't yeah. just follow because you feel like you have to. No, absolutely. And I think that mm-hmm. makes total sense. So like, yeah. in terms of the likes thing, I think it was a good thing that they took it off. Yeah, it's more like, good. It, yeah, I feel like it was just more, it definitely kind of made people compare themselves a lot more. Like I said, like before, if... For example, one of their pictures got like 500 people liking it. And then the next one got 300. Oh my goodness. Like, oof. You're literally talking about me. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll jump in for this part because I actually have something to say here. Um, when I was younger, like in high school, probably like Instagram came out when Andy and I were in grade nine, I think. Something like that. Um, and I was on it from the very beginning. And I know when like grade nine and grade 10, were probably the worst um for me like basing my like validation off of those numbers mm-hmm. um and like I will admit it now like back then I would like engage in like all those like like for likes mm. um so that my numbers would be higher because I was always really insecure of like how my numbers compared to people at school mm-hmm. um especially like not being the popular kid um, <laughs> never had as many likes as the, the popular kids and I always always wanted to like compare mm-hmm. and be like oh we're on the same level like I have like this many this many likes. likes and you have like we're in like the same range you know and I feel like it's good that they have gotten rid of it now because I feel like if, base yourself yeah on that and anymore. if they had done that when I was younger I feel like that would have made a good impact on me mm-hmm. so like I feel like it's going to make a good impact on people who are like 15. Yeah. Cause they're so, they are really impressionable. Yeah. And that's, I think it's, I don't know, like in terms of like body image and self-esteem, like mm-hmm. I feel like younger people feel a lot more pressured to look a certain way. Otherwise yeah. they're not going to be socially accepted or they're going to be made fun of or not as popular. Yeah. And I feel like with what Caitlin said, like a lot of people are being more open about like, the good and the bad but also there's like such a rise in like the influencer culture yeah of like the perfect instagram photos or whatever like people are still editing a lot but they're trying to make it look more natural natural. and like personally that's why i find instagram pretty draining now yeah is because everyone is like they'll have like moments of being like 
I Let's get be sad real. too. <laughs> oh, look at me. I have a little bit of chub. And like in between all of that, it's like these perfect, perfect. flawless airbrush photos. And I, I don't know. I feel like it's still like it's getting better, but I feel like it's still fake. Well, I think TikTok's <laughs> really been bad for that. I don't know if you saw that video lately. Yeah. There was that, um, they found out that there's a filter that you can alter your video to look skinnier and fitter. So not only, it's not just a picture that you can alter because that was like a, you know, like Photoshop kind of thing. Yeah. It's a video that you can alter. So the person's like moving around and they have like a flat stomach and then they take the video off and they look like they normally do. That's pretty advanced. That is really advanced <laughs> technology. That's yeah. like what Stuart was saying before, like technology is growing exponentially. Like, look at this. But the Ooh. problem is that this is growing exponentially in a negative way because it will affect your self-esteem. Yeah, I mean, uh, so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it can be so good, but it can also be so bad because I know for me, that's definitely like it makes me way more self conscious. I'm like, why don't I look like that? When in reality, they don't even look like that either. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it's definitely, yeah, it, 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 I think it's kind of like a double edged sword, I think I would call it. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And even things like there's like filters just for like their faces, you know, kind of like Snapchat filters where it just kind of makes you look like you have, you know, clear skin and like good, uh, you know, like makeup on or even just, you know, bigger eyes, eyes, whatever. Yeah. All of all that stuff, all that jazz. So like that definitely like I feel like that when I when I think of self-esteem impacting someone, I think about it in that way mostly is like body image and self-esteem which it's very unfortunate because I know especially I think since quarantine started since I've been on social media more that's definitely affected my body image a lot because I keep seeing like Instagram and TikTok and people are like look at me working out over quarantine I've gotten like so much more buff Uh, I've seen the opposite of some people like I should be working out I haven't worked out in weeks or a month I have been to the gym and they show yeah, before they look a lot fitter and then now they're like gain weight or oh, there's some I never or some of them say like I never looked at before and I still don't now yeah I may start saying I've been wanting to but you know when I show they look like normal people yeah no it's I think it can it can really go both ways and I think that's like Janine was saying it's kind of draining really just because like constantly comparing yourself to other people yeah and I, it's exhausting. And I think social media kind of facilitates that. It also takes yeah. a lot of effort. Like if you're actively like, okay, I don't want to compare myself to people. You have to put in such, I guess, such an effort to like curate your feed so that you don't see that. And you're only seeing, you're only following like funny things, funny or... things or like body positive things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes things sneak in there. So you have to be like so vigilant, I feel. Like yeah. You want to like completely get rid of that. <laughs> yeah. Stuart, um, with you, actually, I'm curious because you're not really on Instagram or TikTok or anything. How do you think that kind of helps? I, I kind of like the idea of having no likes. So I feel that like no like amount there, like how many that shows. I feel like if somebody, I don't mean this in a rude way. I've gone through my own problems and I wish the best for anybody. But I feel like if it's gotten to the point where 
you're being misled into believing that bots are humans and you're being lied to and tricked into thinking that, say, Samantha, this beautiful girl, or Tom, this handsome guy, is following you and liking you, and then you find out it's a bot and you already have depression or something. I feel that it could be used in a very dangerous way, to be honest with you. Yeah, definitely. It can be quite dangerous. I mean, catfishing is always an issue. (laughs) That's never good. But um, what about the fact that like, because, you know, with like Janine, Caitlin and I, since we're on TikTok and Instagram and stuff, we see all these like, you know, we see all these like uh, comparison things. Because you don't have it, do you think that's made made a difference? Do you think that's like helped you? I feel like, um, not having it's helped me grow and I feel like it could be a positive and a negative also like if you're being healthy about it I don't see any problem with a bunch of people liking something and admiring and respecting their post I I feel like the comparing stuff like I feel bad when I hear somebody like what you said Janine about how you wanted to see the likes between you and the other ladies I, I feel like um, I feel sad about that, to be honest, because I don't think it's right that you should have to grow up as a young woman and have to worry about like what how many other likes a other girl in school has, because I feel like that you, you're probably more real than that other person. And if they're willing to try and photoshop everything there's clearly something sad going on in their life and they're hurting inside so i kind of i kind of admire people that are real and i feel that like it's a shame that people have to deal with that yeah so basically what i'm hearing is social media you feel has really helped with not having that comparison yeah yeah that's great to hear yeah it's, it's difficult to kind of get off it, though, if you're, once you're in it. If you're fully in it, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I can imagine. Yeah. I like Took me 16 years. 16 years, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, at least I I can say I've at least gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't care about the lights anymore, which mm-hmm. is nice, and I'll just post whatever I want. Um, and you always look so pretty. Okay. <laughs> we, we don't need to go there. <laughs> you look so pretty. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it is such a learning curve, especially when you're a teenager and you're so concerned about already your image mm-hmm. and what people think about you. So I feel like it's just added pressure. And yeah, I'm no. glad that I could, could you know, get grow out from of it, that. grow from yeah. that. But I can only imagine what it's like now where it's even more yeah. pervasive. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, especially because a lot of people, like a lot of teenagers have grown up with social media from a really young age. So they're getting even more influence from younger. Cause like, I think like you said, younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I wasn't on Instagram till maybe 2014. Oh, wow. So I was, I was a bit late to the 2013. I think I was a bit late to the, to the bandwagon there, but, <laughs> um, but uh, like still, like there's so many people that I know that I've been on social media since they were like, nine ten like really really young so I can't imagine what that does because those are very formative years yeah yeah those are like when you're already trying to see like how you'll fit in um you know like changing your look trying things out why don't people like me why do they like me <laughs> that kind of thing. you know what I mean so like I can't imagine having that added pressure of comparison between you and yeah, someone I got- you don't know yeah 
Yeah, I got Facebook when I was in grade 11. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I got it later. I only Twitter and YouTube. I got like grade 10 or grade 9. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get like Facebook and like I did. I got Instagram like in 2012, 2011. Mm-hmm. So after high school um, for me. Um, so and then TikTok just in the last year or so. So uh, luckily all of those ones where you can make, create a profile. I didn't, I didn't get I didn't have MySpace back when it was it was huge when I was in high school, but I didn't get MySpace. So I didn't have a I have like a social media profile page on any website unless it was YouTube. But I didn't upload anything. I just watched people yeah. until a lot later. So I'm kind of glad because I wasn't comparing myself. I didn't upload pictures of like, no, no, I look silly compared. To, I don't look as pretty or hot as these other girls, but I didn't have I'm so glad I didn't have to compare myself to other people like that. Just when I'm only doing school hours, the school hours, I had I constantly compared myself, but not when I was at home. Which at least it wasn't like built up like it was just kind of like at one point but then the rest yeah. of the day you were like okay yeah, I don't I don't need to worry about it follow you home. <laughs> yeah so like the the whole yes. like, work-life separation kind of thing from <laughs> school I found for me it wasn't so much like a comparison and it was more like where am I gonna be in 10 years or like who's gonna be around at who's gonna be the furthest ahead or who's gonna be homeless or who's gonna so you know just the it on success or like life in general as opposed to specific like body comparison or something like that yeah more of like where will life lead us and because I always grew up around older people but I stopped hanging around older people like I just don't talk to many people anymore Mm -hmm. but I always wonder sometimes like where did this friend go like compared to me now and it's not that I want them to be doing worse or anything like that it's just kind of a weird curiosity of mine yeah yeah that's fair and I think in that way, like you said, I think, Stuart, you were saying that it helps you keep in contact with a friend from like, like Facebook helps you keep in contact with people you don't really, you haven't talked to in a while. Yeah. That helps with that, which is, so there's another positive there for sure. Kind of, it actually kind of ties in with our last podcast, by the way, shameless plug. Um, <laughs> check it out. It was uh, friendships in adulthood. But anyway, <laughs> how Facebook kind of helps you or even social media in general, general kind of helps you keep in contact with people that you haven't talked to in a long time. So it kind of keeps those friendships alive, even at the most basic level. Yeah. Even like internet friends, you don't yeah. never met. You still have that connection. Exactly. Yeah. You, you can't, you haven't met in person because you're in to- totally different countries. Maybe you're like, they're across the ocean and you're like, oh. hello. <laughs> yeah. So you still can stay connected, which is, that's a positive thing. For sure. Yeah. I like that bit. <laughs> What I do now is, um, this is kind of silly, but I'll like message my friend on Facebook and then like delete my Facebook after a message. <laughs> and when I feel like replying, I'll reactivate my Facebook and resend it to him. Then I'll wait for his message, then like deactivate it again. Because I just. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot to unpack there that we don't have time for. <laughs> we will talk about that soon (laughs) we have any last kind of remarks before we uh before we head out close up shop any last ideas about social media and how it affects people it affects you Um, in moderation yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. and careful like who you follow and stuff because it's best 
if you follow like mostly positive people like you, then um, you get more out of it, I think. Yeah. If you sure. follow people very like, oh, I'm perfect. Life's perfect. My house, I have a house. I have a perfect body. I work out every day. I eat healthy. It's like, okay, that's great. But I like to see the whole story of everybody's yeah. life, the so, good and the bad. Yeah. So more, so, more, make sure that your social media is kind of more grounded. Yeah. Mindful of what you engage. Exactly. Thank you. I would say just be safe, you know, enjoy your time and uh, have a good year. Yeah, I like it. Good year. After that, have a terrible time. (laughs) After that, that, that's it. We don't care what happens next year. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Stuart and Caitlin, thank you for your wonderful ideas and thoughts and opinions. Very much appreciated. Janine, thanks for jumping in. I appreciate you. Um, (laughs) Just you in general. But yeah, make sure to join us next time for our next topic, which we will decide. Yep. Bye. Bye.